Hello folks, welcome to the GNA Chill Hour, Gustavo here with my boy Ahmed. Yo, what's up? Well, I don't know if people understand this, but the only way that myself and you have to communicate is through English, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's the reason why we're running this podcast in English, because that's the only way that I have to talk with my boy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can be spitting Arabic on you, you will be like, what the fuck? I can... <laughs> spit my fucking Portuguese, speak Spanish with you, will make no sense, right? Nope. But in English, is where we can share information and understand each other. So mm-hmm. that's the biggest reason why uh, we are doing this in English. That's the only reason why we are doing this fucking shit in English. Oh, yes. <laughs> But the way I speak English, it's not that different from the way that I speak Portuguese. Makes sense. Because the way you communicate is through slangs, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. one thing. I'm missing my Portuguese, bro. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm missing my Portuguese skills. That's what I need to add. Because, as again, because I'm not practicing the formalities anymore. I'm not practicing, like, the public speaking mm-hmm. Portuguese. I'm just speaking through slangs with fam- family and friends, you know? <laughs> and that's one thing that I'm missing, you know? Well, I have to get back and don't miss the grip. In the formal Portuguese, you know what I mean? Yep. Fortunately, in English, uh, it's different because my day job is pretty formal and I have to communicate in the most professional and formal way, you know? Yep. Uh, but with you, I'm more like how I am in Portuguese with friends, you know? Mm. Just like pff, getting loose and saying things that I want to say. Mm-hmm. The difference in Portuguese is we have way more vast bad words vocabulary than in English. <laughs> and that's beautiful. That's why I'm saying that in English I'm more polite. Because in Portuguese you have way more bad words you can use. Actually, you can make any word as bad word in any situation. That's why Portuguese <laughs> is such a beautiful language. You can make any any bad word using any word you want. You know what I mean? It's all about the context and how, how about you say it, you know? And that's one thing that we're we're big, especially in the region where I live, right? Mm. We like to, to, to create slangs, you know what I mean? We like to develop, that's how I see, we like to develop the language. But looking at myself and look at the way that I'm communicating English and looking at the way that I speak Portuguese, I'm not that different. How about yourself, man? Mm. Well, I would say I agree with you with a lot of things. I'm way more profound, like, I use way more profanities in Arabic because <laughs> profanities that's so formal i use so many profanities <laughs> profanities of course i gotta be formal now I'm, like very proper you know <laughs> bad language <laughs> yes yes i spit some bad shit but the difference for me is english i learned it very formally right yeah same here so it's very hard to get out of that formal mindset sometimes but You find yourself in a space where you have to talk, let's say, proper. Oh, yeah. Job. Working. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you can go there. Arabic. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> But I, my biggest struggle so far has been that I don't really use it that much anymore. Especially because like, if I'm texting some of my friends, mm-hmm. I'm texting them in Arabic, but I'm not really pressing this this same slang that I would use if I'm talking to them over the phone. But yes, I would say I'm more expressive in Arabic though. Mm. So to express how my mind is working, what I'm thinking clearly, 
Arabic yeah. is my go-to language. Do and you do you attribute that vocabulary though? It's how I feel. I would say same because, for example, I can say something that is very funny in Arabic, but yeah. doesn't make sense in English, right? No, for sure. That's cultural, so, yeah. Exactly. So, for example, I'm talking to my dad, and I can be like spinning jokes, dun dun dun, drop and drop and drop and drop and drop and drop and way different from English. For example, yeah. I can't really be dropping like jokes 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 like that you know like it's mm -hmm. not a pure fire way i think it's more because of course my proficiency with the arabic is on a different level yeah, than the exactly. english but when i don't have to use the proper english when i'm way loose there is i find english more easier to think about ideas though which is weird because yeah. if i like if i studied something in english I would think about it in English. I would think I will process it in English. Who only speaks one language is probably is difficult to understand this, but my mind operates in different languages, you oh, know? Yes, that's And that sometimes <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> yes. You know, because like as I said, the majority of the day, but actually the majority of my life right now it's in English, pure English, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Majority of the hours of my day is speaking English, uh, yeah. writing English, reading English, uh, listen to things in English. So that's my main language right now, right? But my girl, she's Brazilian too, mm -hmm. and we speak with each other in Portuguese. Yep. Yeah. However, in her day, again, English. majority of her day is English too because we're living in the UK, right? Yeah. Our friends here, it's all English. You no, know? all our friends. Again, the only way that I have to communicate with my friends. It's in English, right? Mm. Sometimes, it's not sometimes, the majority of my days, majority of my life, my mind is operating in English, right? It's mm. not operating in Portuguese. Yep. But when I get together with uh, with my girlfriend and we start to talk, it's like, oh, Portuguese time, you know? <laughs> and Back you change, <laughs> yeah, you change your mind process, right? Yes. You know, <laughs> you have to process information in Portuguese now. Mm -hmm. But sometimes in the matrix, there are some glitches, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're like speaking in Portuguese and then you drop a line in English and you're like, oh, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. Like, let's, let's just like correct this. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. And some, in, it's not on purpose though, you know? Nope. Of course, when I go And that's one struggle, though. When I go back home, <laughs> I have to get rid of, like, my daily expressions <laughs> and reactions in English, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, first time that I've, I've been back home, I went to the airport, you know? Yeah. One of the things that I picked up from Irish and here in the UK as well from British people is the word sorry. Ooh. We was sorry so much, right? It, it, it's one of the things that you pick up really, really quick, right? Damn son, yes. <laughs> Every time I like get in front of somebody, it's like sorry. It's not even my fault. It's his fault too. But I'm saying sorry. Why yeah, that's crazy. We say sorry for everything, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And once once someone say excuse me, I'm like, what? Where's beast are rude? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you want to fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so first time I went back home, I was in the airport, and I was dropping sorries left and right. I was like, Gustavo, please get our shit together. You no, know, this is not a place. Mine, Portuguese, please. And that's one struggle. Of mm -hmm. course, after a couple of days, you, you relax and you don't, you're not processing English anymore. You know what I mean? You're, mm -hmm. you're back to the standard. But 
when you have to have this multi-language approach in a daily basis, sometimes things go crazy. The matrix. But I try my best, you know, and whenever I'm spotting those mistakes, not mistakes, the, I'll say those glitches, mm -hmm. I'm like, hmm, the brain's not operating right here. <laughs> Fix it. Dog, listen, the other day, right, I'm outside in like the backyard with my coffee yeah. maybe something else was involved there. yeah yeah, yeah of I'm course you, but i'm just chilling in the morning yeah. and i'm looking and i started like saying the colors that i'm seeing in arabic right yeah. so it's like green yellow but in arabic and then i look up at the sky and it's gray as fuck and i'm like gray but i'm saying it in english yeah. and i'm like no what is gray in arabic like glitch completely oh that's the other thing when you yeah it's like just gray and i'm like no 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 and I, like i'm talking to myself in my head it's like yeah. dude what the fuck gray in arabic what is it <laughs> nothing complete <laughs> only the word gray in my head i'm like god damn it <laughs> that's what people can't understand as well sometimes we forget the words in our mother tongue sometimes i'm thinking like i'm speaking or thinking portuguese i'm like how do i say that and you can't you nope. can't it is so weird. You have to let it go and, and hopefully <laughs> that shit will come back someday, you know? Yes. Well, it did actually come back. Yeah, it happens with me all the time. But I just remember one, one stuff. I, I don't know if you remember it. One day we were baked as fuck. <laughs> I went to the bathroom or something. I came back and I was talking to you like for five, six minutes. And you're like, bro, I don't speak Portuguese. I'm like, yes. oh, shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but in my mind i wasn't speaking portuguese i was, was just speaking english <laughs> yeah but my words were in portuguese that that's so funny right mm -hmm. well i do this all the time where the same thing that you were talking about which is yeah. like i'm talking to my parents and i just drop some english line i'm talking i'm just dropping english words uh, and I'm, I can express it in Arabic. It just that comes out easily yeah. with the English. And I'm like, dude, dude, you barely get the chance to talk in Arabic. So, you know, oh, bro, just remember something, right? As straight as possible. Tell me. One, well, I don't know how it's in your country, though. But in Brazil, people don't appreciate you if you speak English with them. If you drop English words, you know what I mean? Especially if you're speaking with the right pronunciation and stuff like that. Because Brazilians, they have a really peculiar way to speak English. Well, know that better than anyone, right? Well, they say, they say back home, some people would tell you, don't twist your tongue. Basically, don't speak in English. Like, if I'm talking with my friends mm -hmm. and I have to say, like, I live in Oxford. Yep. I have to change the way I say Oxford because mm -hmm. that's going to sound so cocky. You know, if I say I live in Oxford, that's mm. that will sound so cocky. You know, mm. they'll be like, "Well, bro, motherfucker." Like, yeah, they, sometimes I have to speak English wrong when I'm home to not sound cocky. You know, dog. It's funny. I swear, I swear, I, I had to try to do the same thing. Trust me, been there. Try not have to you? like yes, not to pronounce the words completely perfect just not to sound as cocky as fuck <laughs> that's the thing man that's so, so funny weird. right because when i'm speaking english of course like 
it's pretty much automatic the way I learned and my experiences. So mm-hmm. I'm not really conscious about like the way I pronounce words and stuff because I know like it's almost impossible to lose my accent at this mm-hmm. stage of my life. You know what I mean? Yep. I have this accent. That's how it is. But when I was learning and when I was developing the language, I was trying my best to, to speak in the right way, right? Yep. Uh, same with Spanish. Uh, I always try to speak like the best and perfect Spanish, you know? But like someone comes to me and both of us, we speak Portuguese, right? Mm-hmm. And someone starts dropping some like really nice Spanish or really nice English or really nice Italian or French on me. I'm like, dude, come on, bro. <laughs> and everyone has the same feeling, you know? <laughs> so I have to literally polish myself all the time to not sound cocky. Yes, yes. And that um, sometimes annoys the shit on me. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Just don't say words in English at all, you know? With the sorry stuff. You sound so fucking cocky. <laughs> yes. You're on the other part of like, oh, sorry. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, mm, what the fuck are you saying sorry, man? Why you know? the fuck are you apologizing? Well, because I've learned English uh, when I was a kid. I've learned it in school. You know what Same I mean? Same here. I've been taught in English and Portuguese and Spanish. So that's where I picked up those languages. But after finishing school, I went to my to the uni and then to, to, to the uni again to do my postgrad. I wasn't speaking English on a daily basis, you know? I wasn't studying English. I was like, yeah. of course, watching movies, listening to music, speaking with some odd friends, you know what I mean? But wasn't living the language, right? Mm-hmm. Anymore. The moment that I went to Europe, to Ireland, where you have to speak English, basically, I was conflicted because I was like, oh, it's been a long time without doing this, you know? <laughs> that was myself breaking the ice, you know? Mm. Turning on the switch. And that process of turning on the switch took me a while, you know? Like a couple weeks or so. Mm, yeah. And nowadays, I'm like having the same feeling with my mother tongue, mm. which is crazy, right? Yes, <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh well, shit, I'm turning off the fucking switch. I can't, you know? <laughs> well, that's actually why I consciously try to think in Arabic now. No, dude, uh, like, so I didn't have the same experience as you when I moved here. So for okay. me, English was like, I because I used to talk to my brother in English sometimes as well. Most mm-hmm. like, um, so for me, it wasn't as hard to use to look to flip the switch where I just go complete English. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I had doubts about my ability to speak it and how to like communicate but that yep. disappeared instantly as soon as i arrived mm-hmm. now though my biggest struggle is to keep my mind from doing a complete switch into english so instead of like just being thinking in english 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 all the time now i'm trying to consciously keep my mind thinking in arabic oh that's so great yeah to when I catch myself thinking in English, I'm like, dude, I'm thinking to myself. I should think to myself in Arabic and then I switch back. It's actually way better for me because I, the, the Arabic is very like, important and expressive and I can't really talk. I don't have people, let's say, in my house that I can talk to in Arabic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only person I can talk to in Arabic are my family, friends back home, 
but the contact with them is not really every day right yeah mm, so on the daily basis i need to keep mm, the the language in line so mm-hmm. that's why i'm doing the same thing that i did with english so with english to develop it that way i was reading watching movies listening to music right yeah and thinking in english that's how i became good at it yeah now i'm doing the reverse same here <laughs> i'm reading in arabic i'm like getting some books in arabic reading them listen to arabic music watching arabic shit and thinking in arabic it's like literally i'm doing the reverse of myself <laughs> well that's one thing because i'm really uh concerned about losing um track of the language mm-hmm. portuguese is a language which is always developing you know yeah. so i have to keep myself surrounded with stuff that keeps me on track of the language but still majority of my uh consumption is in english you know mm-hmm. but i always make effort to surround myself with not portuguese i would say brazilian uh influence you know mm-hmm. and keep myself on my toes too you know yes we are here so we're not being part of the way the language is developing, developing back home. Mm-hmm. So we have, have to have, have that, that contact, contact with, with friends, friends, watch YouTube videos, know what I mean? See yeah. how kids are talking because mm-hmm. I don't want to be that old fuck <laughs> that doesn't understand the kids, you know? No, 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 no. So I, I'm listening whatever like kids are listening, you know, I'm, I'm on top of it. Because <laughs> gotta shit. keep the language sharp, you know? Yes. Because like, just remember when you when you're a teenager, right? And that's one thing that Bro, I was talking up with my uh, girlfriend's brother, right? Because he's 16. Um, I was like, bro, when I was in your age, I was looking to someone at my age and was thinking like, dude, you're old as fuck. <laughs> he's probably thinking the same thing about you. <laughs> no, listen. I was like, bro, I was looking to someone at my age. I was like, bro, you have no swag. You know what I mean? You're not cool. Don't pretend to be cool. You will never be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not part of the cool kids. You know, I was mm-hmm. looking somewhere like that, like by me, like that, you know? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, but you're old, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Quish. shit, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> right in the fields. <laughs> that hurts. Mm-hmm. But he well. said, but he said I was cool, though, so. Right. approved <laughs> but yeah because i think that's the way you treat life too you know what i mean if you're a little, like chilled and careless if, if you know the discussions you know if you know especially like the entertainment world you're cool to hang out with kids you know dude as long as as they say you keep your ear to the ground you hear what is going around you you don't get into that circle of uh work house entertainment not the like those repeat cycles as long as you're not in that you're not gonna be uncool the only way for you to become uncool is that you enter the cycle of work take care of the kids and have no interests whatsoever other than sitting at home watching TV flipping through the TV I just don't want to lose track don't lose the grip of my mother tongue you know what I mean I want to know what's going on you know I absolutely agree with you I have the same 
purpose that I'm trying to do with the Arabic. The same thing. Yeah. I don't want to lose the grip on the language. I don't want to lose the ability to express because it's a useful thing. It's an absolutely amazing language as well. So why you lose that? People want to be bilingual. So when you have that mind frame, you don't want to lose that because it improves this thing between your skull even more. My family immigrated to the Brazil, to Brazil, right? As many other families, as Bruno family, majority of families uh, immigrated from majorly from Europe to Brazil back in the 1900s. And my family never taught me how to speak Italian, even mm. though my grandparents, they're fucking fluent. You know what I mean? They never taught me how to fucking speak Italian. And that's a little bit of shame on me too, because I'm a fucking Italian, you know, with Italian passport and everything. And mm -hmm. I fucking don't speak Italian. I just know like some stuff because I heard I heard from them, right? But I never yeah. ever been taught how to proper speak Italian, mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to do that with my my kids. I want them to be sharp in Portuguese, and the way that that I'm I'm building this is to keep contact with my mother tongue. Nice. Well, that's important because that will help them develop their brain even more because as we all know bilingual people has more skills sorry for all the people who speak one language sorry <laughs> that's so true <laughs> that's so true mm -hmm. well i always joke this with my british friends here they start to say shit I'm like brah come on come on you only speak english and you can even master your own language so please chill <laughs> I know, it's severe, <laughs> which means we're both talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk shit, bro. That's why no one can take us seriously. Well, speaking of taking us in life seriously, that's one thing that I want to discuss with you. You know, some people, they take life too serious and they take all the situations in the most serious way, you know? On the other hand, there are people that completely don't give a fuck and don't actually pay attention to the things they need to pay attention at, you know? I am more in the team where you should really face things as they are. If they're serious enough to, to take them serious, you go and be that serious about it. If mm. it's something that doesn't need any kind of worries, if you can relax and you can take it easy, you should do that, you know what I mean? Because you are taking things as they are. You remove your ego from it, if you will. You're removing the possibilities of getting hurt because you're not accepting reality as reality is. Meaning you don't need to program your brain in order to face the things in a different way. I don't know if you mm. get me, you know? No, I but get what you mean, actually. That's how I'm trying to approach my life. Of course, it's fucking difficult and only a fucking Buddhist master can do, you know what I mean? Be yes. completely egoless and take every be 100% present and take everything as they are, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. that's what I try to become. I'm trying to become myself and remove all this programming I have in my mind and just take things as they are. That's it. As simple as that. And I'm on that process and probably I will die on that process, you mm -hmm. know? I agree with you on that. That's why I'm saying, like, if you're, like, face your life as a game, stages, achievements, and I have to do this, I have to conquer that because of this, because of that. You know, you create this game system in your mind, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're programming yourself in a way to deal with your life. You're limiting 
your opportunities, you're limiting your experiences, you're literally creating barriers in your life. Because if you take things as they are, you can see how the things are. And you can face things as they need to be faced. Meaning, if I don't need to worry, I'm not fucking worry. Guess mm. what? Because I'm not spending any time worrying about this shit, I can worry about any different shit. Mm-hmm. What I call opportunities. You're opening yourself to different opportunities because you have more time to deal with other shit, you know? Uh, when I say we're not enjoying life, is because I'm really concerned how I'm going to deal with this situation or uh, the spirit of my life and blah, blah, blah. Whereas you should be only concerned about what is happening right now. True. Sounds like a really good thing, right? Mm-hmm. But to be able to do that thing, you have to fucking plan your stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you you need to have a routine for sure. Like you need to have a system where everything is being like done without you interfering with it, like making the decision that you have to do this. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. you wake up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face, you make your coffee, right? Yeah. You don't have to make a decision about those things. So yourself is out of that space. You have to be vigilant. Yes. And have that fucking self-discipline. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it is easy, again, to say, like, yes, that's how we're going to approach life. But not starting approach life like that, you know? Well, let's just say self-discipline is different for you than it's different for me, than different for somebody else who's watching or hearing this. So, for example, a self-discipline person like, Um, David Goggins when he runs just four miles a day he will treat himself as not disciplined because he does 10 miles a day for example right so when he doesn't do it for does only four that's not discipline for him discipline for me for example is to go and run the four mile because I don't really run so four miles mm-hmm. consistently would be discipline for me so diff- that there's different levels for everybody now I do want to address one thing though we all level up somehow some way right no in your mentality you level up in your external life you're leveling up somehow of course not all of us pass through the same stages but I feel like there is milestones for everybody, for every human has to cross, if that makes sense. So mm, the teenage years are pretty much universal to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, the, so these are kind of like milestones that everybody processes through. But um, your, for example, experience in the teenage year is different from my experience in my teenage year. True. How you process those um, like how you get past that level true quote unquote is different than the way i handled it yeah so that's the i think the difference again goes back to subjective and objective like yeah because like again um the teenagers as you said what is universal is the biology Mm -hmm. you know what i mean of course it differs every individual is different biologically Mm -hmm. speaking yeah but we have our puberty you have those like childhood everything is quite like similar right Mm -hmm. so that's universal but what happens to our life and how we deal with our life it's subjective 
-hmm. So we cannot compare my teenager's experience with yours teenager's experiences. Mm -hmm. Milestones is something that it, it it's so subjective, you know? True. It needs to be set individually, you know? Mm -hmm. For example, you, I might go through some psychological changes that you might not go through. Mm, I might have different, like at the like let's say you and I are pretty much the same age, right? The same age, bro. Yes. So, but we both have different psychologies, if that makes sense. I'm going through stages that probably you had haven't passed through, because of course my own experience, my own. So these are like individual milestones, as you said, where basically it only relates to me mostly doesn't relate to you for example it almost feels like mm, the psychology or like the philosophy you follow in life is is the way you decide as an individual to handle mm, the things you've been through and the things that will come meaning the way let's say you decide that everything is materialistic and life will end and everything will go dark, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's your philosophy in life, then you're gonna view the things that happened as purely from a materialistic point of view, from a finite point of view, and the things that will come and the things that you will want will be in that same direction. So I would say game theories and all those kind of theories in general, they are all designed for people to make sense of what happened and what com what's coming it's the same thing with religion i would say i 100 agree with you it's it's a way to interpret your life you know what i mean and again mm -hmm. that's why i'm saying you can i can create any theory to justify how my life was and to interpret my own life no, but so dog, 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 dog. listen we yeah. you really need to sit down and write that theory about how life is gonna be like a strophic shake and then we gonna sell it and we be rich let's mark the shit of it and make some real paper you know yes <laughs> coming soon life is yeah, a strawberry shake exactly um and that's the thing though you know um individuals every individual is gonna be unique you know you're gonna have your own mm -hmm. experiences and as you said, we were passing through uh, milestones, whatever we want to call it, different for myself. We are passing through mental uh, developments that I'm not passing through, right? Mm -hmm. Likewise, I'm passing through stuff that you're not passing through, you know? Mm -hmm. However, what makes life really interesting and what makes like, humans so beautiful is, overall, we don't share 100% of our experiences, right? True. But we share the same kind of experiences. And I share, <laughs> yeah, and I share with different people, different kind of experiences, mm -hmm. knowledge, whatever, you know? Yep. So if something really specific happens in my life, I'm, a, I'm almost sure that it, quite the same thing happened with someone else across the world, you know? So yeah. that's yeah. why I don't, I'm trying to not see life in this really egocentric way, you know? Mm. I don't want to feel special because yep. of the things are happening with me, especially in a way like I don't want to feel better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. I feel special because yes, I, I I'm glad I'm I'm fucking I have this massive gratitude to be able to experience whatever I'm experiencing, you know? So I'm that I'm special in that way. But I don't feel special, aka better than someone else because I'm having this kind of experience or because that happened with my life. It's all about appreciation, not taking things for granted, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 be open to experience fully what life presents to you, you know? And yep. also be open to deal with the amount of shit that life throws at you, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're gonna share struggles, we're gonna share fucking happy moments, we're gonna share fucking sad moments, we're gonna share fucking uh, funny moments in different ways, you know, mm-hmm. with different people. And, and, and like the global, like the compilation of those, those fucking things, it's what resumes our experience, you know? And that's fucking. I try to be. Uh, as simple as I could, but every yes. time that I start thinking about it, I'm like, Jesus, I need to go deep in this shit now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, I know. Dude, no, but I absolutely agree with you. Mm, even though it's a very individ- individualistic point of view that we yeah. have of ourselves. Yeah. And we are kind of like ice. Like it feels like we're disconnected from mm, the outside world. It's just you from the inside you see the things so you're like oh this is not part of me but it is and i absolutely agree with you even though we have different experiences and we have different moments we still share the same thing i've seen it in our friend davide who started to push to become more of a start doing his own thing Mm-hmm. Same as me, at just around the time where I started doing my own thing. Another friend of mine did the same thing, recently just started his own thing as well. So we, while I am going through my own experience by myself, quote unquote, mm-hmm. other peoples are going through their experience by themselves as well in the same point, but we meet there because if I didn't push for me to be in this space, yeah. I wouldn't have pushed others to be. Because if I tell you, dude, you should work out, but I don't work out. <laughs> You're going to be like, yo, go fucking work out first. You bring the motivation by being that person. You bring the inspiration by being that person. Telling somebody to do something is but that's come back to manipulation right (laughs) yes (laughs) if i say to you like yo you have to fucking work out you know believe me and i start to give you as many things you need to believe in me that you need to work out despite myself working out or not you know Mm -hmm. i'm manipulating the shit out of you you know and probably because I want to take advantage from you. It can be like money, it can be respect, it can be admiration, it can be anything, you know? And well, I have like, I can't call it a theory because it's not, but it's a thought. Oh, but if you're right, put on Wikipedia, that's going to be a fucking theory, dog. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but the, 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 the idea is... <clears throat> So you know how you easily can spot when somebody's trying to bullshit you, right? Yeah. 
maybe it's because that person approach to trying to bullshit you is not congruent to who you are so meaning they're what they are like trying to present is not what you're trying to achieve so no for example if you're if you want to be a successful like if you view yourself as somebody who's professional and somebody who's polite who's whatever the like personality traits is Mm. the other person who is trying to manipulate you has to use the same language has to use the same approach has to use the same like um, metrics no so in the art of seduction he breaks down different types of people so there's the people who are like hot and cold but if you're dealing with another person who's hot and cold as well who comes in and out who oh the two will not work you're not going to be able to um, manipulate them yes which is why Cleopatra was able to manipulate uh, Caesar by the way because her approach he called her a a rake I believe I'm not sure but basically his theory is that her characteristics were kind of the person who would always keeps you on your toes if you feel comfortable with her she would push you away when you're like you start to feel comfortable around her and like act like you're you know you have her she would run away but then caesar who's a man who basically have everything and can get everything he didn't have that pussy Mm -hmm. that egyptian pussy (laughs) (laughs) and and the way she made her entrance to him was kind of ballsy as fuck so um, bro <laughs> he saw the bad bitch he was like yes that's what i want <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the baddest bitch in the house you know yes so that's how you could seduce somebody and make them mm, pay you money so that you can be their motivation <laughs> motivator <laughs> like pay me and i will listen to whatever you want and i will tell you everything you need to hear oh man absolutely yes the same way that we were spoken before that you have to be self-vigilant you have to have your self-discipline mm-hmm. you know what i mean in order to have a better approach to life or whatever you also to need to be people's vigilant and people's fucking uh uh overwatchers because otherwise mm-hmm. you're gonna be fucking tricked you're gonna be fucking manipulated, you know? Yep. And it's so difficult, especially when you're like in a really uh intimate relationship with someone. It's difficult to to spot those kind of fucking uh, uh, manipulative traces. But you know, when you see someone that preaches one thing and they act in a different way, you're like, yep. yes, they are fucking manipulating people, right? Mm-hmm. Because the words are not congruent with the actions. But again. When you you don't you can't see this line between words, actions, or their actions that are actually the actions you see are actually reinforcing the words they say, you know, 
mm-hmm. that's where manipulation is really like seamless you know yep. and yep. that's where things are tricky and again mm-hmm. i didn't want to talk about a relationship but in the relationship that's normally what happens you know because mm-hmm. you are unable to see that difference between like actions and words words and actions you know so it's it's, well, it's fucking tricky it kind of makes me reach to a point where the best way for you to play the game quote unquote or at least defend yourself against anybody trying to fuck with you is by two things understanding the rules of the game one and two being able to play that game not not saying to play that game but having the ability to play the game so if you if if i play with you chess and you don't understand chess i'm gonna beat you 100 percent and you're not gonna know I've seen Queen's Gambit. I know how to play this shit, bruh. <laughs> I didn't see that shit, and I still can beat you, so it's alright. <laughs> no, but... Queen's Gambit. I have no idea why people are went so crazy about it. Well, I, I was it. exactly the same till the very moment I started watching it. Did you it's like a it? goddamn TV show, man. Damn, son. Well... Going back to the example, if you don't know how to play chess, and I play chess with you, you're gonna lose, hundred percent. There's no other way. And if we're playing on money, I'm taking your money. Easy. Oh yeah, bitch. Yeah. But if you understand the game, now that's a different story, because so you wouldn't necessarily go and play chess because you. That's how you don't love it or you don't want to play chess. But if somebody comes at you, be like, bitch, 100 euros. I'm going to beat you in chess. And that's when you're going to be like, okay, let's do this, motherfucker. Bro, better come 10 episodes of The Queen's Gambit. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to play the close Sicilian. You know what I mean? You have no fucking... You have no fucking chances of winning. You know what I mean? Defeated. I've seen all the fucking tactics. I'm, I'm down, bro. <laughs> nice. 100 euros, I'm down. Let's must, go. Must grandmaster a chess. I'm beyond that, bro. I'm the Queen's Gambit master. <laughs> the master of the Gambit Queen. But that's the thing. You gotta learn the rules of the game, which in this case is manipulation. You have to understand how it's played. You have to understand how you can be manipulated and how you can manipulate others. Because that's another part. If you believe you can't, you, you can't do it, then you're being naive. Mm, at least that's my point of view, is that mm, believing that you're purely good is a naive point of view believing that you're not capable of manipulating others even subconsciously is so naive you're lying to yourself well dude we're not completely 100% aware of our subconscious though oh no if you're if you're saying like I cannot manipulate anyone like you mm. can you're just not doing you know mm. or you're doing yep. or just you say to yourself that are not able to do it you know Mm-hmm. everyone is able like everyone like if you have like 
completely function of your brain. You know what I mean? You're able to manipulate someone. That's how, how it is, you know? <laughs> so let's wrap this up, man. Let's do it. All right, folks. Everything is going to be linked down in the description. Mm-hmm. All our contacts, you know? We really want to hear from you. You want to hear your thoughts, you know? You want to know who you are. So please get in touch. Mm-hmm. can be via email, contact at briefsmedia.com can be on my personal IG, I'm there, just saying, at Gustavo Cell. Or can be on my personal IG, where you can find all the action is happening on my side, at Ahmed El Salam. Well, we do want to hear from you, we want to know what you think about this so far, if you want us to talk about something, if there is a question on your mind, shoot them at us. Thanks, everybody. Peace out.